It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Season three! Oh boy, here it comes. Even though we've done this show like 250 times, I still have no idea what I'm talking about. We may not know what we're doing, but we're having fun. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. The only way the out is up. This is how this to do is life. How to do life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd! Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Halfway through the first week of January? No, not January. February. It's February. Yeah. It's February. See, that's how far that's how far into it I am. Yeah. Oh, hold you on. You did the same thing that I yeah, do sometimes. Sorry. I did you see me just check mine? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so that's a reminder for those of y'all listening that we are live on Facebook. When we record on Mondays, and um, since we are still getting used to how to do that, we are um, making sure that we're keeping track of all of the comments and questions and addressing those after we're done recording the show. So um, listen to us on Wednesdays and Fridays, but then tune in on Monday mornings and get to see all of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, if you go on the Facebook, it's How to Do Life with Chrissy and Heather Go to the page, and we will be live streaming there. You can comment on what we're doing real time, and we'll speak to you after the show. Yes. But first, before we jump into our Wednesday show, I've got a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Okay, guys. Um, if you watch the live feed on Monday, then you already know this. But the Friday show, we have a very special guest. Jerry from Jerry's Cafe is going to be with us for the Friday show. The Fry-yay Friday show. With Jerry from Mid- Jerry's Midtown Cafe. And um, you're definitely going to want to tune in and listen because we get some really great insight into running a restaurant during COVID. Mm-hmm. And then also get to hear the list of delicious ingredients in her Wonder Salad. Yes. That I am going to go and get for myself for lunch yes. at some point this week because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> every single thing that she listed off, I love. Mm-hmm. So... Perfect. Also, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, what's what's Kylene's new title? Fan club president slash social media manager. Kylene mm-hmm. says, um, go and like us on Instagram. So um, On the gram. I like the Instagram. I know that you don't use it as much, well, but I'm, I'm a big Instagrammer. To. I'm a big Instagram fan. I'm coming around. You know, it's, it's only 2021. We're, we're old. I know. <laughs> it's hard. And I have... I, a long time ago, connected my Facebook and my Instagram so that I never had to actually go to Instagram. Um, But now we're doing more of the stuff. More of the things. Yeah. So go and find us on Instagram and um, and engage with us there. Something I like about Instagram, the Instagram, (laughs) is that um, when you do the stories on there, Mm -hmm. you can put in, like, if if we want you to tell us a little something, we can ask a question and you can answer it and then we can post those results. So it's a little bit more interactive than Facebook and it's a little bit 
more more hip yeah well you know that's me i'm totally hip you're so hip yeah super hip so it's only been around for like eight years so i'm just now figuring out how to do it Mm -hmm. so um also since it's now a new month i let's let's do a quick goal update all right let's do it and now it's time to talk about our goals okay so um you know i did the dry January. Yes, and it's over. It is over. It's February 3rd. But I am going to continue it with modifications. Okay. So, um, you know, from previous conversations, liquor is gone. Mm-hmm. I don't need liquor in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. And wine, I am pretty sure I am going to continue throughout February having no wine. Okay. And just phase in delicious beer. Are you taking the beer from the top of your fridge? And going to drink it. I could. It's I. I. I could. That's the one that yeah. was that was tempting you. That you. Yeah, because it's so delicious. That's mm-hmm. a Bell's Expedition, and those are really really good. Um, but I have some travel coming up this month, mm-hmm. and so it'll be interesting to see how the dry February goes with that. But that's where I am. How about you? I'm still in the dry as well. Um, my dry started on January 17th for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, also has a five mile a day walking requirement. Um, I've made it. There was one day that I could only get three and a half miles. Like I had a really, really busy day. I had meetings from 8 a.m. till like 3 p.m. Then pick up the kids. Then, you know, like get home. And I yeah. went, it was the day um, in Tallahassee, Florida here, we had a major, major storm. Oh, There yeah, were yeah, tornadoes yeah. Yeah. there. Uh, and there, the tornado was on my street. Like as I was in really? the meeting. Yeah. As I was in the meeting, I had to take a moment and be like, I need to not pay attention for a minute because we're having a tornado. Um, So the, the wind was hitting my front door. Then the wind, the rain was hitting my front door. Then the rain was hitting my back door, which I have a screened porch and there was rain coming through my kitty door, which I mean, that's <gasps> a good, my back porch is what? Yeah. For the rain by to 12, hit your door. You know, so it came up, it came 12 feet in yeah. you know, off the screen porch to come through the kitty door. Then it was hitting the side windows. I mean, the rotation was real like that. You could like it, it hit yeah. all sides of my home. You know, it was, wow. it was pretty crazy. So that day I was only able to get in three and a half miles. The day of the tornado, and I only got three and a half miles. I was furious. Cause yeah. I'm like, you can never go back. Like, even though the day before and the day after I got nine miles Doesn't each matter. day, it, I, it, I'm so mad about that day and that there's always going to be a day in my calendar that only says three and a half. And, and I'm so upset about it, but for the week, like, and I'm so hard on myself because it was, it's not a weekly goal, you know? Um, but for the week yeah. I got 45 miles and I only needed to get 35 miles but I'm still pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know those feelings. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll feel better after a couple of days. It'll still sting, but not as bad. I think that's why I had to really blow away the weekly goal. Right. You know, like I need to do several 10-mile days, yeah. you know, just to prove that, you know. But I, I can't add them to the three-and-a-half-mile day. I can't do it. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I love this mileage goal. Yeah, I think it's that fun. it's so much fun. And I think I had 52 miles last week, um, which, like I, I said earlier, I'm trying to front load mm-hmm. because I know there's going to be days, you know, when I don't get as much as I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope I can keep this this pace up. I hope so, too. I mean, I think it's really great. I was looking. Um, so I 
did something that I am really excited about. I don't know. I, I hope it's seen as socially responsible and whatnot. But um, I booked a little bit of travel. So in February, I'm going to go down to the Keys. I have a cousin down there mm-hmm. um, who lives on Marathon and has like, a cool boat. And, you know, it's exciting. So I'm going with my sister down to the Keys for a few days. Um, she needs a break from the Ohio winter, you know. <laughs> And we thought we'd go see our cousin, and yeah. that would be nice. Um, so we're going to do that for a few days. And I'm still dry during that window, and my cousin does not drink either. And my sister's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be great. I'm excited about that. And then I also booked with one of our new friends. Uh, so, you know, like I said, just call someone your friend, make them your friend. And the yeah. example that I used was Darby, right? Uh-huh. It was our friend Darby. Yeah. Darby and I have decided – to go to Palm Springs and hike Joshua Tree. Oh, fun! So we're gonna go uh, for spring break. We're gonna go to Joshua Tree. Excellent. So, and uh, it, it's funny because I told uh, her brother Greg, our our radio friend, um, I'm like, me and your sister are going to uh, to Palm Springs <laughs> together, and he's like, you guys met each other like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And that's when she said, "When you know, you know." Yeah. When you know, you know. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm excited about everything that we have going on this year. I think that 2020 just kind of kicked us up down a little bit and we jumped back up and decided we're not going to let a whole a whole another year get sidetracked like we did last right. time. So, right. you know, we might have to we have to modify the way that we're doing things, but we're not going to stop living. And I mean, COVID is here to stay. Right. And we can't I know that for myself, I was okay with Okay, so it's a year, you know, let's get it under control. Now it's starting to seem like, okay, this is not going to go away. This this is going to be life for at least the next probably, you know, three or four years. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to find a way to live with it. I was just uh, walking and talking with a friend the other day. And I was like, I feel like most of the people I know, we, we all let 2020 be a write-off. We've talked about this before. And 2021... We all have this attitude. It's a really collective thing, which I think is really interesting to watch that collectively what I am seeing is that people are like, okay, it might still suck. It might not have any variables that are different than 2020 other than my own attitude and my own goals. And I'm seeing a real lift in that. I'm seeing collective group motivation to get things done and to create something that looks and feels good in a wild environment. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely made some pretty permanent modifications to the way that I shop and I, you know, the, the number of places that I go into, I'm mm-hmm. doing the target curbside now. Mm-hmm. I really only go into the gas station or the, um, the grocery store and mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's a pretty significant difference from how I used to live mm-hmm. bebopping all over the place. I feel like, uh, the best thing to come out of this whole experience is that people are getting outside more. Yeah. I really do. Like, I am such an advocate for playing outside, you know, and I think other people are starting to get that bug. And, like, even the trips that I'm booking, I'm not booking to go, like, sit in a, you know, spa or something. I'm booking to go hike outside, you know, and... That's what probably I would have been doing anyways, but, you know, it just feels it just feels really good. You know, right now I'm out in the open air and that's not a place where I have to be scared. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we have to take our our calculated risks and and make them as as 
minimized as possible Mm -hmm. and and then just you know be 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 smart and um considerate of other people's needs i have a lot of uh older gentlemen friends like in in my work life you know most of the people that i work with are like in their mid 60s you know um older business people and um they're all on their first or second round of vaccine now. Uh-huh. And it's really interesting to watch. Like, they are so elated. They're like children. They're yeah. so absolutely thrilled because they see light at the end of the tunnel that mm-hmm. they may be able to, you know, go out to dinner and rejoin society yeah. at some point. Um, and I was talking to a friend the other day who said that the models they're running are showing herd immunity by, like, mid-September, Ooh. which would be really exciting. That would know? be very exciting. Fingers wow. crossed. Well, so speaking of um, the way life used to be and the way that life is now, I came across some headlines that I wanted to share with you. All right. Okay, so for the first one, I am not going to read the headline because it would totally give away. Oh, is this a guessing game? No, not really. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a story that I've never heard of this scenario happening before but it boggled my brain for a little bit a woman stabbed her husband several times i don't know why i laughed at that sorry (laughs) after thinking that she found photos of him with a younger woman okay it turns out that the younger other woman was herself the photo was of the couple when they were dating when she was much thinner they were both a lot different looking. And she didn't... Did not recognize herself. But recognized him? Yes. And didn't recognize him as an old photo? This woman crazy. So this happened in Mexico. Authorities from their town said that the suspect identified as Lenora N. was um, arrested for wounding her husband, Juan N., with a knife after finding several photos on his cell phone. The husband managed to get the knife away from her and explained the photos were of them back when they were more youthful and slim. Fortunately for the man, the police arrived at the scene after neighbors heard screaming screaming and sounds of a scuffle. And um, the woman is being detained. Um, I think that she is absolutely insane. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I have some feelings about that. I hope that Juan leaves her. <laughs> Get out, Juan. It's time to go. <laughs> that girl crazy. I, I I read that and I thought, wow. Like I've never I've never heard of anybody being so like you. Everybody sees a picture of themselves in a previous time of life and thought, oh my gosh, wow, I look completely different. But so much as to assume that it's Someone somebody else. else. Well, and the thing is. Like, it, you know how some people really look the same all the time? And you yeah. can look at a picture of him from, like, 10 years ago. Maybe he's like that, you know, that she thought that it was, you know, more recent. But if he looks thin and young, too, wouldn't you be like, that's an old photo? Look, plus, old photos aren't as good quality as new photos. It seems like there should be a lot of contextual clues including knowing your own face and what you look like, you know, that um, maybe she's extremely, extremely face blind. Maybe so. She doesn't even recognize herself. She's like that person I who... should be her defense attorney. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, Give her the benefit of the doubt. She might be face blind. Yeah. Great. 
<laughs> that's oh, now, absolutely wild. Yeah. So I have another story to make up for that crazy, dubious yeah. sounding story. Mm-hmm. I have one that's really nice. Okay. I read this and it made me feel, feel very happy. There are libraries in Los Angeles that let kids read to pay off their late fines. Aww. Each hour a child spends reading at a county-run library knocks $5 off of their account, which to rack up $5 in library fines, I mean, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Each book is what, like a nickel? That's like you took out a book when you were two right. and you lost it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> About 100 kids each week read away their debt and 3,500 suspended accounts were cleared during the first six months of the program. That's adorable. That made me feel really good. I like that. Yeah. Speaking of reading, book club, David Sedaris, Calypso, uh, will be the week of, I think it's like February Mm -hmm. 17th-ish, 17th or 19th, the book club review will come out. And it will be very, very exciting. It will be very, very lovely. And I will unveil a new book to you, which is a wonderful book that's going to be, we're going to have so much conversation about the new book. Okay. Have you finished? um, I have. I know. You were ahead of me. I knew you were ahead. Um, I just got into it. And once I started reading, it was just like, I just kept going. Kept the going, stories going. are so much fun. They yeah. are so much fun. I anticipate I'll finish it up in the next couple of days. So I have done some research on some questions and things. Um, it's such a fun book. It's just going to be a, a lively discussion. It's not going to yeah. be deep like our last one. It's just going to be, I mean, a little bit because there's some family yeah. stuff and there's some things to consider yeah. in there. But I just think it's going to be a really fun discussion. So, so friends, too. make sure that you are reading Calypso. Uh, finish that up and then get ready for the unveiling of our next book because it's a doozy. Yay. I promise. All right, guys. So um, we want to remind you that we are live on Facebook on Mondays. And if you tune in to the live feed, um, then we welcome your questions and we want to hear um, what you think and what you're what you're doing. And then um, after we're done recording the show, we will be able to answer your questions. And so stick around so that you can um, you can ask questions and get answers. Yes. Or just talk to us about whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is February, and so I have something to recommend. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Might I recommend thinking of others when you are placing your online curbside target order (laughs) and throwing in an extra pack of tampons or pads or something like that because there is an event coming up that I'm excited about that I want to tell you about. It's a Galentine's Day brunch. Mm -hmm. So we talked, you know, we've talked about Galentine's Day. Yes, uh Leslie Nope, thank you for Galentine's Day. Absolutely, and it's on February 13th, which this year is a Saturday, which is great because what other day do you want to spend with your gals? Right. Saturday. Mm -hmm. So this is an event that's taking place on Facebook, Galentine's Day brunch um, from 10 to 11, and it's all about honoring female friendships. And um, part of what it is about is also raising awareness for um, the um, instability and semi-poverty that there is for some women who don't have access to what they need during that time of the month. Yeah, I was actually speaking to someone about this not too long ago that I think it's really interesting that those items are taxed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that's something 
worth discussing. You know, that these are basic need items, you know, mm-hmm. and they should not be taxed. I agree. They, they should not be. And, you know, I think that, so that's a, that's a lovely cause. Heather. Yeah. What but, do we do with the, with the items? Okay. Who do, who do we give them to? What do we do? So there are five um, area businesses that are accepting donations. So um, they are Quarter Moon Imports. Okay. Um, and, in, uh, these are all Lake in Tallahassee. Ella, right? That's so, at Lake Ella. Yeah. It's at Lake Ella. Yeah, it is. These are all in Tallahassee. But um, for our listeners who are not in Tallahassee, I would recommend that you um, see if there's a local outreach for this type of effort in your community, or there is an Amazon wish list that you can shop on and have um, your donation sent in. So Quarter Moon Sweat Therapy. Okay. Um, Clothesline Imprinters. Okay. Um, Mama P's ice cream truck. Ooh. So when Mama P comes through your neighborhood, you can run out to the car with a mask on because she only allows, only does business with masks on now. Okay. And um, you can bring a little, a bag of donation for her to take. And then Rebels Midtown Boutique. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. And so the way that it works is that um, there's going to be a Facebook event on Saturday and um, they're going to have... Saturday, February 13th. February 13th. They'll have a live interactive magic show. That sounds exciting. I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, Susan Turner from Food Glorious Food. I have, I have so many <laughs> things that I want to say that I'm just going to shut up. Okay, go ahead. She's going to do a live demonstration on how to make delicious smoked salmon salsa. Ooh, that there, actually sounds... I, if I was in charge of this event, there would also be a contest to see how many times you can say smoked salmon salsa. Smoked salmon salsa. Smoked salmon salsa. Smoked salmon salsa. <laughs> and it was hard. Three times was not easy. Everyone is invited, but of course, space is limited to reserve your spot. Um, make a donation to one of these gal-owned Tallahassee businesses and add your, list, your name to the... Um, Reservation list, and then of course there's an event on Facebook where you can find out more about it. I'm not a big Valentine's Day fan, but I really love the idea of focus on friendship. You know, I, I like the Galentine's Day more than the Valentine's Day, to be quite honest. Yeah, I'm not a huge Valentine's fan either, um, but I love Galentine's Day. I was telling a friend the other day that, like, everything in my life is so wonderful. Except for, like, the dating part. Like, that's, like, the instability in my life. <laughs> that's the one part that can never quite be. She's like, well, it wouldn't be fun if everything was always perfect. And I'm like, but I might like Valentine's Day more if I had, like, you know, if that part was, was I, to be celebrated. <laughs> the thing with being in a relationship on Valentine's Day, even, like, a marriage, is that every year you have to, like, have the thing of, like, do you want to do anything for Valentine's Day? I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day. I'm not going to do anything for Valentine's Day either. Oh, but what if he actually does? I should put, I should do it anyway. And so if you're not dating anybody, you don't have to worry about all that. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, Valentine's Day. A boy um, bought me flowers yesterday. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A boy Dep- that... Dapper a- Dan bought me flowers Oh, yesterday. okay. Not a new boy. No, not a new boy. That's nice, though. He's a lovely boy. He is. Mm -hmm. He is wonderful. He bought me flowers yesterday. So for me dinner, too. Wow. Nice guy. Yeah. For Valentine's Day, um, remember that, um, you know, women, you know, you got to have your your friends back. And you got to have something when she needs it. And there are plenty of women who don't have access um, and who either don't have 
the money to buy them or are in some type of a situation where they are not in charge of the purchasing decisions for their house and um, and they need our help. So let's help them. Help them out. All right. Um, also in the vein of February, um, let's jump into the grab bag. What? Is what did they come up with now? Not that Let's see one. what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. Okay, so this morning um, on my um, Facebook memories, mm-hmm. I was reminded that a couple of years ago in February, I did a whole self-care focus for the month. Ooh. And I this was in a, um, a wellness group that I was doing, and it was all about different types of self-care. And this is not a new topic for us. This is something that we've talked about before, but I think it's worth bringing up again because February is that time of the year, at least for me, when January is kind of like getting settled. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting your ducks in a row, you're getting things started. And then by February, you're kind of settling in. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now let's. Hopefully, get you haven't like given up and become complacent. Hopefully, you've just settled no, to the right, yeah. to, the, to the like smooth sailing point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got all your, you've got everything set up. All of your goals are, are rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of settle into them a little bit and start to take care of yourself. And several friends have mentioned to me that self care. Is something that they really neglected last year. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is a focus for them this year. Great. And so I have um, five different types of self-care to consider. And I'd like to issue a little bit of a challenge to our listeners Ooh. to really explore how you are taking care of yourself this month and whether or not you're doing it in a well-rounded way. Okay. All right. So... Um, our first area of self-care is physical. I think we're crushing it. Me I, and you are. <laughs> I think we're doing a really good job with that one. So, yes, our physical health. How Absolutely. are we doing with that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, questions to ask yourself if you are wanting to kind of do like a little spot check on your physical health. Are you getting adequate sleep? Mm-hmm. Um, are you eating well? Is, mm-hmm. is your diet fueling your body? Are you in charge of your health? like taking your vitamins, making time for exercise. Um, and then are you staying active? Are you getting out and being out in nature? Yeah, I think that, and you know what? I think that nature part is really important. Like don't just go to the gym. You need to be outside because well, that so actually you probably, I'm guessing mental health is going to pop up as well. And, you know, and I think that that uh, really plays strongly into that. Your physical health can be achieved, I guess, just inside a gym, but your mental health can't be maintained like that. I agree. I, in I my opinion. It's, well, my opinion, too. I mean, I think they're completely linked. I feel a huge um, improvement in my physical and well-being after being in nature. Yeah. I try to spend as much mm-hmm. time outside as I can. So um, you might want to choose, like, the first week of February to really check in on your physical well-being, your physical self-care. I like that you're getting coachy on us. All right, coach, <laughs> what do we do the second week? Social. Your social self-care. And yeah, it is, especially during COVID when we're paying extra attention to, you know, our proximity to other people and the amount of time that we spend in groups. Um, But having face-to-face eye contact with people is Mm -hmm. still really important. Yeah. Um, And 
the Zoom just doesn't cut it. Yeah. You know, even if the one store that you go to, you make eye contact with somebody there mm-hmm. and share a compliment, share, you know, just an observation, just connect with people. Look out through your car window at the car next to you. Yeah. Wave at them. Hello. <laughs> and it's really important. Yeah. It, it, it is a form of self-care. Mm-hmm. And that extends also to your family. I think that it also, like, I, I agree with you that the eye contact and whatnot is important, but so is just hearing someone's voice and mm-hmm. having a conversation. Like, when we get into this small unit that we're in now, you know, we talk to the same half dozen people, we kind of run out of things to say. We kind of don't get as broad a perspective. So I think another way for people to do that is call somebody that you haven't spoken mm-hmm. with in a while. Just get, you know, get on a call, you know, and Say hello to somebody that you maybe haven't caught up with in a little bit and move on with that. I actually have an article that um, we're going to talk about more in depth in a couple weeks on the on the show. But it's about how some levels of friendship have been wiped out in the pandemic. I saw and that. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it. Did though. I send it to you? No, oh, I saw oh. it, and um, but I haven't read it. So it's I'm a really really neat it. article, and uh, you know I wanted to save it for a time when we could really get into it. So we've got Jerry on Friday, and then we've got um, Brian for the recap show the next Friday, and then we've got the book club show the Friday after that, and then. After that, <laughs> then we'll, talk then we'll about, have enough time to really yeah. dig in. But I do think it's really important, and I think it's important to be aware of what's happening with our social relationships so that we can try to program ways to, you know, keep them strong and keep, you know, connections in place. Yeah, I saw the headline for that, and I um, I think I saved it because I know that I have definitely seen some areas where my friendships that were I wouldn't say they were on the fringes, but they they were they took place during social interactions, like in person, mm-hmm. like especially some of my running friends. Right. You know, we just if we're not running together, then our paths don't really cross any other places. I feel like that a lot with a lot of the moms at the school, mm-hmm. like we would just kind of do a check in, you know, at, at school events and whatever. How's everything going? Oh, you guys are moving. That's interesting. And like, it, like you would just kind of get right. like the little skinny and th- they're not people that I'm super close with that I'm going to spend all my time with outside but I like knowing what's happening in their lives I like yeah. being caught up with them you know so like the the moms I really felt like that there are people like part of the article was about like a girl who went to the same sports bar for her team and like all the other fans of the team you know she was in New York City and she liked you know like I don't know the Colts or something you know and so there was like one bar that always had the Colts games and that they always went and those were the people that she'd walk in and she'd hug them and she'd greet them and she'd say hello and their common thing was the Colts or whatever you know and she didn't she's like a lot of them I don't even know their last names yeah but I've lost that whole category of friendship yeah you know and yeah I think those things are important those things are sometimes just as important as our family relationships because they give us a touchstone outside of our little bubble of you know of how things are going I think that it's also important to remember that this this area of self-care you know it's important for nurturing ourselves but it's also important for nurturing others right others have needs of personal interaction with people and Mm -hmm. we can be the person that 
is fulfilling that need for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if somebody isn't reaching out to you, maybe reach out to them. I will have a couple of times during the week when I just kind of get on my couch and I have my phone and I just go through and text mm-hmm. and check in on people, yeah. you know, and, and see how life is going, you know, just kind of, especially if I've seen them post something on social media, um, you know, that just kind of like got my radar up right. Then I'll check in with them with a mm-hmm. text message Yeah, just because it's, it's, good to have those connections with people that you've lost touch with. I have a friend right now who um, is going through something particularly difficult and I'm super, super proud of her because she reached out to me to tell me, you know, like we hadn't connected in a while, you know, but um, when she needed me, she came to me and I thought that was really important. And now I'm making a major point to be like, what are you doing right now? You're not sitting at your house like alone, are you? Come on, let's go, let's go, you know, walk or let's go, you know, whatever. And and I'm going to continue to check on her, you know, and I, I'm glad that she initiated with me, mm-hmm. you know, and it's nice. It's it's nice to get to reconnect with people at the point where you really need each other and, yeah. you know, that you can fulfill something for one another and help each other move forward, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. So you might want to include that in your... That's week two? Or that's week two. Okay, week two. Week two. Now, week three, now there's five things. So there's no five. So we're going to have to double up one yeah, of these weeks. Yeah. But that's okay because they all overlap. Mental. Yeah. Week three is mental self-care. And so, of course, I mean, that it seems to it seems to us that it should be kind of like a no brainer what mental self-care is. But the questions that I have here to ask yourself might not be what you think about. Mental self-care includes doing things that keep your mind sharp. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing puzzles, learning, constantly learning, you know, really being a curious learner, reading books about subjects that are interesting to you or that you might have an interest in. Practicing self-compassion and self-acceptance and positive self-talk is a way to keep yourself mentally strong mm-hmm. because it requires creative thinking. You know, if you notice that you're speaking to yourself in a negative way, you know, taking the effort and the the time to think about how you can flip that around into something positive is a way of keeping yourself mentally strong. Um, And so asking yourself, am I making enough time for activities that mentally stimulate me? Mm -hmm. Um, And then am I doing proactive things that help me stay mentally healthy? Right. I think that's really good. It's funny to me that you mentioned puzzles because I am not a puzzle doer. Like it's not really my thing. My mom was a puzzle person. Yeah. My mom could take like a 2500 piece puzzle and just do it like she was so good and she would do these puzzles on the computer and it would like she would time herself and I was always like so not up my alley and my um son is pretty good at puzzles and Uh he enjoys them and we got several puzzles for um Christmas and the other day I decided that I was gonna do like a 250 piece like Disney Pixar uh you know like Finding Nemo puzzle Uh uh-huh I was so frustrated. (laughs) And I was like, and and then the kids were like, you don't have to finish it. And I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) You absolutely do. And and I had to finish this stupid puzzle. And and it was under the sea and all the colors just blended into it. It was like the most difficult thing in the world. And I'm like, and, and, and I actually thought to myself, like, Maybe your brain has just deteriorated. Maybe you have no spatial reasoning. Maybe I did finish the puzzle, but it took me forever. I like doing puzzles. Like I like to do actual puzzles with pieces. Uh I don't like to do 
word puzzles or math puzzles or anything a like Sudoku business. Right. No, I don't Please. I don't want to do any of that. But I like the the tangible tactile puzzles of putting the pieces together, but I cannot I have to do it on my own time. <laughs> I do not want any pressure to get it done. Do you get done. obsessed like me? Like you you have to finish it? Like Sometimes, you know, I, I can leave I it for a while and come back. I had to be able to put together a 250-piece Disney puzzle. I had to be able to. <laughs> I'm okay with not being able to do it. Yeah, I was not okay. <laughs> we had, okay, so over New Year, we had a puzzle that we um, borrowed from a friend. This puzzle would drive you absolutely crazy because it is, it, it, okay, so the puzzle is not cut in the traditional way Mm -hmm. it has straight edges inside the puzzle nope i figured this out about five minutes into sorting the pieces because i started too many edges too many edges and the edges were not matching up what the edges should be on the picture Uh and so i realized oh this is a diabolical puzzle Mm -hmm. so we we commit we get it done well actually my dad and Robbie mostly got it done. I walked away a few times. <laughs> but then, so there's in the puzzle box, there's another envelope that says, do not open this until you have finished the puzzle. Ooh. So you finish the puzzle. Oh, then that you, would make me have to do the puzzle. Like, I, I would have to stay up all right. night. Mm-hmm. So then you open up the envelope and there's more puzzle pieces. Yeah. And it says, it shows you this diagram of how you now rearrange the pieces of the puzzle. So those straight lines in between, it was because the puzzle is actually like four separate pieces. This is giving me anxiety. It was crazy. (laughs) So you, they say, take this part and move it down here, this part, move it down here. So you totally rearrange the puzzle. It makes a completely different picture. That's crazy. And there's now a hole in the middle. I mean, that's neat and all, but it's also, that's too much for me. That's too much. My dad's head about exploded. He could not believe what was happening. (laughs) It was over. So he, no, he was just like, bring on the challenge. Oh, he wanted to do this. So he gets the new pieces and they finish the puzzle. And I mean, it was amazing. I, uh, my family's puzzle prowess is a little different. I was on a FaceTime with my sister and my niece and nephew who are grown people. And I was watching them try to do this 2020 puzzle with these teeny tiny little pieces that she had ordered and thought it was going to be fun. It was like a, like follies of 2020, whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, and I watched my niece clear the whole table, <laughs> flick everything across the room. And I'm like, that's about how puzzles go in this <laughs> That seems correct. I have to be invested in the picture. Like, if I'm not interested in the picture, I'm not, I don't care about the puzzle. I'm not right. going to do just, like, any old puzzle. I have to love the picture. So, um, my mom, with all her puzzle doing and the, the way that she was, my parents had a weird habit of, if she would do, like, a really, really big, complicated puzzle... A lot of them were like Coca-Cola themed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then uh, my dad would build a frame. Oh, yes. And you would frame them and uh-huh. hang them up on the wall. Yeah. And I always thought it was the dumbest, the dorkiest thing. It was like <laughs> just so hilarious sweet. to me. And sometimes, because I think it's so funny, sometimes I will order a picture frame and put ones that my son and I have done. And we have we have a couple maps and stuff hanging up in our house now. And now I just think it's hilarious. Like yeah. I'm, I'm so tickled with myself that I'm like, <laughs> I know like, people who paint glue over the top. Oh, you like shellac them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I think that's so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. So, hey, guys, if that's your self-care, do it. <laughs> 
do it. I mean, who, who, nobody can tell you what soothes you and what makes you feel good. So if you know what makes you feel relaxed and at peace and, you know, like just go into that zone, that's your self-care. Own it. I just want to give praise to us because we can literally talk about anything. We just spun out for 10 minutes on (laughs) puzzles. All right, guys, week four or whichever week you want to. It's your month. You do whatever you want. Spiritual Mm self-care. This doesn't mean necessarily going to church. Research shows that um, in general, people who have some type of spiritual element to their life, um, you know, regardless of how you define that or how what you what that is for you, are generally healthier and a well balanced. And so that I, means just nurturing your deeper sense of meaning in the world. I think that for me, that one would tie in with the physical, with the mental, with you know, like because like with the being outside, mm-hmm. you know, because. Being outdoors for me is my spiritual connection, you know. Um, I'm a very, like, you know, sun worshiper kind of person, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, being outside for me ticks off spiritual, ticks off mental health, and ticks off physical health, like, all at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. So spiritual self-care is important. And some questions that you might want to ask yourself is, um, do you pay attention when your brain asks questions about your purpose in life. When you notice yourself wondering, do you welcome the question or do you push it away? Yeah, and I think it's really easy to push stuff away because mm-hmm. you know, you're busy or because you don't want to handle that or whatever. So, yeah, giving yourself a moment to kind of yeah. process something, that's, yeah. that's a good good tip. Okay, and so number five, so this is going to be for our bonus imaginary week in February that mm-hmm. doesn't actually exist, but since it's your month, you can do whatever you want. So at whatever point in the month makes sense to you, emotional self-care and sometimes this gets confused or lumped in with mental Mm -hmm. but mental and emotional are not the same thing Mm -hmm. and so emotional self-care is having healthy coping skills for uncomfortable emotions like anger anxiety or sadness it means having healthy ways to process your emotions it might mean having somebody else in your life whose job it is to help you process your emotions, like mm-hmm. going to counseling or going to therapy or doing something that helps you be able to process through what you're feeling um, so that you can not get pulled into tailspins of emotional mood swings. And I think if you're doing a good job checking in with yourself mentally and socially, that that's going to really help with that emotional check-in too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So... As we go into February, it is the month of love. love. So show yourself some love with a real self-care plan. Um, so really making sure that you're paying attention to the different areas of your life where you need some TLC from yourself. And um, I'm going to be taking some time in February to really pay attention to whether or not I'm taking care of all of the things that I need to be my best Heather. Mm-hmm. And like you, a lot of it has to do with being outside, yep. slowing down, mm-hmm. getting kind of just lost in a walk. And um, and I hope that you guys will as, as well. I think that's lovely, Heather. Yeah, Thank you. You're welcome. We had a coach show today. Yeah. So I can't help it. Sometimes I get a little coachy. It's all right. So as we go into the rest of the week, let's have a little bit of homework. Don't forget your homework. 
All right, guys. So um, just remember, if you see um, an old picture of yourself from a long, long time ago and you uh, can't <laughs> believe how different you look now, you know, just use it as an opportunity to reflect on all of the great things that have happened in and your life. And don't stab your spouse. Don't stab your spouse don't or, do that. or anybody else. Or anyone. Or anyone. No stabbing. <laughs> if you set a goal in January and you knocked it out of the park, up it a little bit in February. And if you didn't knock it out of the park, try again. Yeah, just go up to bat again. Um, if you um, are at the store or you're placing an online order, toss in a couple of extra stuff for your gals. Um, make sure that everybody has what they need. And then, of course, just pay attention to how you are taking care of yourself and show yourself some TLC. Nice. Tune in Friday to hear Jerry come and visit us. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.